What's up, Bulls Nation? You find yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Up ahead on today's episode, we got to break down this heartbreaking 127-120 overtime loss the Bulls suffered in Toronto on Thursday night. That's next on a fresh Locked on Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in to Lockdown Bulls, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave Watson. There he is, that beautiful man at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Lockdown Bulls. Also hit us up on that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Lots to get to today. Bulls, Raptors, OT loss, Vooch with a big game, Io the rookie, some tough plays down the stretch in overtime. Zach Levine is an all-star, but he's an all-star with a bad back. Like I said, lots to get to. And end of the show, we will reveal the winner of our autographed Lonzo Ball giveaway. So stay tuned for that. Big Dave, happy Friday, yes. my friend. How are you? Happy Friday to you too, sir. I am sitting here looking at you, wondering why you're looking like a Todd Phillips Bull fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I decided to flirt with the idea of a winter stash, and then I got some gunk in my eye, so I'm wearing my glasses today. I, that's a whole new look for me, Dave. <laughs> this it's is working. February in Chicago, and I don't give a crap. <laughs> oh, 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 you know what? There you go. But people are liking the stash. I've been reading the comments on YouTube. They say you're pulling it off well, so good only, job, sir. Only certain people can, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're usually Are you guys. An average movies. looking white guy? Yeah. Have a mustache. They're usually guys in movies who can pull off the stash Matt has. So good job. Good job, man. What, Proud of you. What kind of movies are you talking about? Well, you're Todd Phillips. You tell me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you go watch the beginning of old school. I think that, that that'll answer your questions right there. <laughs> oh Lord. All right. So we should we should talk about basketball, yeah. Um sure. We could, yeah. <laughs> and I, so I, I kind of had a feeling that the, this was going to be a tough one for the Bulls. Uh, mm -hmm. Just the way that Toronto's been playing. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bulls managed to beat them in a close one last week, and now you got to go to Toronto. Knowing that, that Zach Levine was, was questionable to play and has yeah. been playing through a bad back over mm -hmm. the last few games, I just I, – I sense that the Bulls would struggle tonight, and they did, but – to me, Big Dave, you got to start here. The, the place where they struggled the most is surrendering 22 offensive rebounds to the Toronto Raptors. Ooh. 22 offensive rebounds. It's a lot. It's a lot of rebounds to give up, man. Uh, yeah, it's nothing you can really say to that. Uh, you know, it's not like something that it can be corrected tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's not like something I can say, well, I know how to fix that tomorrow. Let's get to that ASAP. We know the reason why. We understand the reasons why. And that's something that will be fixed, you know, probably in another month or two. We'll take care of that. Or maybe it's something that'll be fixed, you know, in the trade deadline. Maybe a tourist will um, address it then or get a buyout, some, something like that. But for the time, for the foreseeable future, it's something that we're going to have to struggle with. But the only way you can overcome that is by doing it as committee, because uh, that's the only way you're going to be able to do it. You can't put it all on Vooch. Uh, you can't put it all on the big guy. 
uh, and the other big guys that come into the game, they have to do their job also. Uh, Tyler Cook had – this is probably the worst game I've seen him have uh, since he's been – here with the Chicago Bulls, uh, two points, one rebound, missed a bunch of layups, made a Just bunch a of bad plays. A ghost. Yeah, yeah, he he was bad. Like when he when he made that one bad play, well, I was like, oh Tyler, that was bad. I just saw Tony Bradley come flying off the bench, running into the game because Billy Donovan's like, nope, not gonna happen today. And that's Tony never Bradley. what you want is for Tony Correct. Bradley to be the guy like taking off the warm up, being like, don't worry, guys, I got this. <laughs> It's true. It's true. And only he and he only had three rebounds. He had two blocks that were good, but he only had three rebounds and he couldn't score either. He couldn't put the ball in the basket either. So it's going to be a struggle for this team to get that. You're going to have to rely on Vooch and you're going to have to rely on it by committee. So you're looking at Javante Green to get in there and get some. Uh, you're looking at DeRozan to do what he does. Like he hits his average usually every game about six rebounds. Like I don't think I can ask more from him. You know, right. from that, you know what I'm saying? And Zach will get his five, you know, and things like that. But I'm look, I guess I'm looking more at guys like Io uh to get in there, you know, and use his length a little more, you know what I'm saying, to get some uh, offensive rebounds, not defensively. I think we got defensively covered, but offensive rebounds, those things. I think we have to do that kind of thing by committee. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you brought that up about it being, you know, a team rebounding thing. Donovan has talked about that before. It can't just all be on Vooch. This is a great stat that I saw from uh, our pal Will Gottlieb uh, of Bulls HQ. Follow Will on Twitter if you aren't already. Uh, had this last night. Bulls defensive rebounding percentage with Vooch on the floor is 76%. Mm. Without Vooch on the floor, it drops to 70.3. So you might be thinking like, okay, 76, 70. That's, that's a substantial swing, but not like huge. And then, then Will gives you the context. For context, Pelicans and Nuggets lead the NBA in defensive rebounding percentage at 75.1. Okay. The Wolves and the Raptors are last in the NBA at 70.3. Mm. So the Bulls go from being mm. the best defensive rebounding team in the NBA with Vooch on the floor yeah. to the worst defensive rebounding team yeah. in the NBA <laughs> when Vooch is not on the floor. Vooch had 14 defensive rebounds last night, 18 Ooh. total. <laughs> it's tough man and and you saw it you know the band-aid was Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso that was the band-aid it still was an issue because we didn't have Patrick Williams you know what I'm saying and, so it and still Derek was Jones an issue Jr. does a decent correct. work on the, on the boards when he's healthy correct don't want to leave him out that athleticism comes in super handy and the man was playing center and we were doing mm -hmm. solid with him at yeah. center so yeah that speaks to that as well um but yeah, like it was the band. It was for me. It was the band aid effect. You know, as soon as Patrick went down, it was everything was by committee. After that, now I think every, all Bulls fans, because I know well, I know that all Bulls fans are looking at uh, AK and Eversley to do something and make a trade and and you know try to correct something like this. Um, I think that's what I'm gonna do too, Matt. I'm just looking at that. You know, I'm looking to see if they're gonna address it, what their plans are, because that's gonna say a lot for me about where Patrick Williams is if they don't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if they don't make any move, that for me, that means Patrick Williams is, is very close. You know what I'm saying? But if they do do something, and I do expect them to do something as far as a buyout or something like that, to get a rebounder in here, man, because, listen, when you get to them playoffs, man, everybody's big, all right? The guys you're going up against are huge. Milwaukee's big. Mm -hmm. Cleveland is big. You know, the Raptors have shown they're long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Raptors are really, really long, man. Uh, Charlotte's not small either. Um, it's, it's some big teams in, in the Eastern Conference that you're going to have to contend with. And 
you're good on the offensive end. You're good grabbing those defensive boards because Vooch is stellar at it. But mm-hmm. it's that offensive rebounding. You know, that's what Caru- you miss Caruso so much for that, right? Like coming in, getting those 50-50 balls that Stacey King talks about all the time. But, yeah, without without talking about it so much and overhyping it so much, yeah, we understand. We, we need another rebounder. We get that. And I'm just going to wait on AK and Eversley to see what we're going to do with that moving forward. The Bulls took 90 shots on Thursday night, 43 of 90 for 47.8%. That's you, yeah. you can. That's respectable as far yeah. as you know, field goal efficiency. But 90 shot attempts. The Raptors, 113. The Raptors took 113 shots, 23 more than the Bulls. Hard mm-hmm. to win a game when you let the other team take 23 more attempts at putting the ball in the basket than you do. Yeah. I'm, I'm no good. science whiz, You're but the- I think those numbers uh, bear yeah. some significance. So Yeah, don't like, let the glasses uh, fool you. He's not a science whiz. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> I don't know nothing. There it is, right? Uh, it's it's like the, you know, the Tobey Maguire meme. Like, what? Uh, uh? <laughs> oh, the Bush <laughs> rebound. <laughs> I thought about Chris Farley. He did like, who, who's that over there? Who's that? Is that the Bill Shakespeare, Shakespeare over there? Bill Shakespeare over there? <laughs> Shut your big yapper. But. Uh, I will say the reason, and it's also what magnifies what you're saying about the rebounding is that's honestly the reason they lost the game specifically couldn't box at the end of Scotty the game. Barnes. You couldn't box Scotty Barnes. And it wasn't Vooch's fault. Vooch did the right thing. He rotated to stop uh, the ball handler in trying to get a shot up. The all-star in Van Fleet from trying to mm-hmm. score. That makes sense. But there was no other rotation of to help uh, box out Scotty Barnes. He can't try to block the shot and do the boxing out at the same time. It's a little difficult. And you can't ask Zach Levine, your guard, who was the closest person there. You can't ask him to come box out Scotty Barnes at that time. You need another big man in there to help with that. So we'll, we'll see what they address, man. I don't know what you're talking about, Dave. Clearly all of this is Vooch's fault and no one else. Is, uh... <laughs> Boy, you lucky we ain't winning that game because of Vooch. Man, I was going to come in here wilding out if Vooch, if we wanted Vooch hit that last second shot. it was they, Our... That's why we lost. Hard to, hard to score in 30 and 18. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we, we also got to talk about Zach Levine and what exactly is going on with him. Uh, we will do that next. But first, today's episode brought to you by Bet Online, which has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as we get ready for that big game. Ooh. The game. Bengals, Ooh. Rams, Joey oh. B, and Maddie Stafford. Mm. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores and news this season and yeah that includes the super bowl and it's not just football that online has up to the minute info on pro and college hoops nhl boxing ufc along with live real-time updates of the current games so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season bet online it's where the game starts all right big dave so zach levine was downgraded from probable to questionable a few hours before tip-off of this Bulls-Raptors game. Uh, talked about how he had been dealing and dealing with and playing through some, some minor back spasms and a backache. He does, in fact, get the start. Plays 42 minutes. Yeah. But other than a couple of timely shots in the fourth quarter, which were huge, yeah, yeah. Only, took, only took 10 shots on the night, which tied a season low. For Zach Levine, you could tell he was trying to pick and choose when to be 
that like he also had a couple of dominant takes to the rack late in that mm-hmm. game as the Bulls were trying to salvage this one. But there were large stretches where Zach was sort of playing decoy out there. Yeah. And even when he was talking after the game with the media, somebody made note, I can't remember which reporter, but somebody made note that the fact that he he looked like he was in pain even just sitting there after the game. And he was like, well, yeah, that's that's what happens when you play 42 minutes with back spasms. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, Dave. I am worried. <laughs> I understand. And you know what, Matt? I'm not going to quell your worry. I'm not because well thanks what do i what do i have you here for Dan? yeah i know right <laughs> what are you doing talk me off the ledge damn it <laughs> nah take the jump <laughs> go for it go for it <laughs> I grow up? <laughs> but no i think i think you're right to be concerned um because of the position of the injury like a back injury is something to be worried about you know it, it really is um a spasm i'm not saying you know just go crazy and freak out over something like that. But those things can linger. Those those things can be an issue. And you know with Zach Levine, I think we've learned over the years. And the reason I know this is because I'm like this. Like, I am definitely like this. It has to really, 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 really bother you before you say, okay, something's wrong. Yeah, count them up. It really has to be Yes, yes. But it has to really be a problem for me to be like, okay, something's wrong. If I tell you something's wrong, something's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like something is wrong. Like there's an issue going on. Zach Levine, I think, is exactly like that. You saw that when he went up for the shot and he came down kind of clutching his back a little bit. Billy Donovan immediately calls timeout. Like, dude, are you okay? It's like, what are you calling timeout for? I'm fine. I'm all right. You know, everything's okay. No, you're not. You're not okay. Something is an issue. You can't say I'm okay and then get in the game and say, well, I played 42 minutes with back spasms. Of course I'm in pain. Well, yeah, that means you're not fine. This means yeah. something is wrong. You took 10 shots. You know what I'm saying? Like you you weren't you weren't the greatest person on defense previously, but mm-hmm. you could see it taking a hit and why he was, you know, kind of relaxing a little bit more. But he played a tough game because he's a tough dude. You know what I'm right. saying? Zach Levine is a strong human being mentally and physically. So he powered through it. But it just concerns me because again. He won't tell you if something is truly wrong. Like something has to be truly wrong. So I hope this isn't an instance where we have to kind of save him from himself kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So it is something to monitor going forward. So, you know, Billy said that they would look at that uh, much like they gave DeMar DeRozan the night off and on the second night of a back-to-back a week or so ago, you know, when DeMar was carrying the load while Zach was out with the knee. Yeah. And now Billy's saying, yeah, that maybe something we'll consider. So, you know, we're uh, we're recording this about six or seven hours before tip of Bulls Pacers Friday night, second night of back-to-back. I would not be surprised if they decide to sit Zach down in oh, this yeah. game. You yeah, can yeah. win that game against the Pacers without Zach Levine. It will be harder, but you can do it. And now I'm even thinking about, like, man, I really hope the Bulls hold on to this one seed by the All-Star break. So mm-hmm. that Billy Donovan is the coach, so that as happy as we all are that Zach made his second consecutive All-Star team, he can play zero minutes and 33 seconds in the All-Star game. <laughs> like, truly, I, I mean, Zach Levine, eh, bubble wrap. Do we have bubble wrap? Like, again, credit to Zach for the fact that he's basically saying, yeah, I was playing through his ornery. I yeah. play. I, remember the thumb? Remember yeah. the thumb? Yes. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm playing through that. Torn like yeah. with some thumb, I'll be fine. Now yeah. he's playing through a bad back that maybe is a result of him favoring one of his knees. I mean, I, I don't right. know if those two injuries are correlated or if they're not, but either way, he's sitting here saying, we got a good squad. 
Yeah. We got to go out and try to win every single game. You know, obviously, this is this is a team that's looking at the potential of home court advantage, at least in the first round of the playoffs. And guess what? Look at the Bulls' home and road splits. They are a very good team at home and less yeah. so on the road. Yeah, That matters. But yeah. so does having a healthy Zach Levine come playoff time. <laughs> yeah, it completely matters having Zach ready to go. Um, and an all-star break can't come soon enough. Again, that's why I'm taking this stuff kind of game by game because there's a lot of things that – will be answered at that time for this team that I'm looking forward to. But we can only get there, you know, kind of one game at a time kind of thing. But, yeah, man, like I didn't think of that point, though, Zach. I think that's an excellent uh, point, Matt, that you made about um, Billy Donovan being the head coach here because I think he'll handle a little more. Like, if Eric Spolstra's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, your head coach out there, dude, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. It might be like, ah, Zach, you can it, do it. You know it, 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 made, it made me think of that uh, that shot they had in the last dance, you know, when it was MJ's final All-Star game in 98, and mm-hmm. that was Larry Bird's first year coaching with the Pacers. Yeah. And so yeah. they had the top seed at All-Star break, so Larry Bird was the coach for the East All-Stars, and MJ was there at the photo shoot, like, yeah, man, like, Larry's about to play me 48 minutes in this All-Star <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, you, you think about that stuff. And I won't put it past the heat to do something like I'm just. Oh, so? <laughs> I just wouldn't put it past. Always co- dude, Zach and Tamar are playing minutes. <laughs> I'm not putting it past the man. But um, yeah, I, I just I'm excited for Zach to get that rest at that All Star break, and I know the Bulls will be cautious because this is a very smart team going forward. So I'm sure I'm gonna go with you on that, Matt. I don't think he's gonna play tonight against the Pacers. I'd be a little surprised. Uh especially the fact he said something about playing heavy minutes and having back spasms and being in pain. If right. you're going to say that stuff, I'm going to be like, sit down. That's just me personally. I'm be like, well, all right, fine. you're not playing it. Like, dude, I need you. Like, have yeah. a seat. We'll play the Pacers. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll see what happens against them. I will roll the dice out there against the Indiana Pacers. No disrespect, but they are full of injuries right now. Uh, and there's a team kind of turmoil is a strong word, but that they're a team that, you know, is still trying to get it together, even though they, beat the I saw him beat the Lakers I saw him beat the Clippers in back-to-back games mm-hmm. but still in fact that still is a team that's you know kind of figuring things out and I think Zach can take a rest while we do that and I mean this when you talk about this stretch that just started last night against Toronto that is a stretch of four games in five nights so the Bulls yeah. go back-to-back day off back-to-back Thursday Friday off Saturday Sunday Monday another back-to-back and right. then overall, seven games in 10 nights. Like, that yeah. is a lot between now yeah. and getting to that all-star break. Get and how Billy Donovan and Zach Levine come to that collective decision of, all right, how many? He just played 42 minutes in a game that went to overtime. I mean, yeah. I to me, it's like it's it's staring you in the face. You got to sit Zach on the and, – and you yeah. might be looking at sitting Zach on, on the second night of both of these back-to-backs. Um, That's interesting. And hope, hopefully, whatever this back thing is doesn't get worse. But like you were saying a minute, I mean, back injuries can be tricky, man. Yeah, very tricky. Not something you want to mess tricky. with. No, you don't want to play around uh, with a back injury, man. And just think about the things. Like you mentioned all the injuries Zach has dealt with just this year. You know what I'm saying? That he's continued to play through and be an all-star through. Think yeah. about that. Like he's playing through all that. It is an all-star who the players thought should have been starting. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been that elite. You know what I'm saying? Even dealing with what he's dealing with. Like, watching a healthy Zach Levine is one of the greatest things to watch, man. Like, you know something is wrong when he's getting to the bucket and he's missing layups. 
mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, Zach, what? You missing wide open layups? Something's up. You know, something is wrong. So hopefully he can do that. And also he's got to think about DeMar DeRozan as well. You know what I'm saying? He's no he's no spring chicken, as they say. So he I don't know how many back-to-backs he can play like that. But I think they can uh, beat these Pacers you know, without that, even though the Pacers, I'm sure, are looking for that revenge because of how DeMar took him out last time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that we can be competitive and hang with the Pacers, even without Zach. Uh, for the record, DeMar, 45 minutes against on Thursday. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got to we gotta figure that out. Yeah. Oh my God. It's okay. It's okay. Here comes Tony Bradley off the bench. We're gonna hey, be- <laughs> just get ready for Malcolm Hill and Alfonso <laughs> McKinney, Bulls fans. It's going to happen. You're going to see these guys. I hope they're ready to play, man, because we're going to need them, honestly. We're going to need them. We're going to need them. Can Lonzo and Caruso play in casts? My God. Um, <laughs> Caruso. All right. We also we also wanted to touch on the Rook, Io DeSumo, who had kind of a tough night uh, in Toronto on Thursday. We will get to that next. But first, Big Dave, tell the people about the Built Bars. Oh, you know what? Whether your knee is hurting, your wrist is hurting, or your back is hurting, I know one thing that won't be hurting, and that's your taste buds, because you're going to go get you some Built Bars, and you're going to be all right, and they'll feel good for you, because they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 70 grams of protein, y'all, that's more than your traditional candy bar, that's got like 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs, you don't need that, but what you need is some flavors, ah, you want coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, whatever you want, they got it, and they also got those flavors of the month, Matt Peck with the porn stash, can you please tell them what it is, sir? Well, no, I don't want to, uh, just kidding, <laughs> it's delicious! White chocolate cookies and cream. Oh, oh you that's actually, you that's actually that. my my porn character's name. Yes, I'm <laughs> I'm glad Matt's in my brain because I literally was thinking that. <laughs> Go to built.com, use the promo code locked15, get 15% off of your order. That is locked15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Built bar Matt Pet Porn Stash approved. Ugh, get you some. Maybe not the best way to sell built bars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Io DeSumo, been singing his praises, came in and, and has taken this starting role uh, after, you know, spot minutes on the bench throughout the first part of the season with no Lonzo, no Caruso. He's been playing really well. Earlier this week, named to the Rising Stars roster from the rookie class. Uh, you know, every, every night it, it seems that he shows us just how thankful Bulls fans should be that they stole this kid in the second mm-hmm. round of the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Tough night for Io in that down the stretch of this game, a couple of critical turnovers. Mm-hmm. And then there was that one key defensive breakdown uh, for the Bulls that allowed Gary Trent Jr. to get wide open for that three that turned out to be the dagger to push the Raptors lead up to five. If you haven't seen it yet, Steph No, who does an amazing job covering the Bulls in the NBA, yes, broke this down with a couple of video breakdowns on Twitter. Go watch him do it. Toronto ran a stack play that they run a lot. Nick Nurse called it out from the sideline, uh, didn't even use a timeout. But essentially, in that play, uh, Zach Levine thought that there was going to be a switch and that Io was going to hand off Fred Van Vliet to Zach Levine. No, Io thought, I'm going to fight through this screen and I'm going to stick. Yeah. So nobody switched onto Gary Trent Jr., who was able to leak out and was left wide open, and all the Bulls could do was kind of look over there and go, oh, crap. Um, So a defensive breakdown, not not that it was Io's fault, but just 
as Zach said, and as uh, Billy Donovan and Boo, they, they all said, yeah, just miscommunication breakdown. Yeah, which correct. point of attack defense and communication breakdown parentheses come back, Alex Caruso. <laughs> I when I saw that play, um, here's two things that stood out to me. One, watching Nick Nurse orchestrate that was awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. Honestly, watch him orchestrate that from the sideline. Uh, it was beautiful just to watch a great coach, you know, run run a really excellent play. The other thing was I thought Zach should, is the person that should have stayed because Io has shown at least what we've seen to always fight over screens, right. to always stick with his man. He's shown to always be that person to do that. Um, again, I'm not on the court. I don't play. I don't know. Maybe I could be completely wrong about all this. But that's what I think, you know, when I saw that is Io is going to stick with uh, uh, he's always done. He really rarely uh, takes the switch unless it's communicated. And of course, right. that's what they said. Miscommunication. Nobody talked. Because if you see it, Matt, if you watch that play, you see Vooch immediately point to Gary Trent Jr. Like, right. guys, the man right there. That's the one who's got to get him. Intelligently, when they saw he was that wide open, Siakam, if you watch Siakam in the corner with Javante Green, he immediately takes Javante Green to the post to kind of stop him from even wanting to go over, even right. thinking about going over and doing something to Gary Trent Jr. He took him to the post. What a brilliant decision. It was just beautifully beautifully run play. It sucked that it had to be against my team, but it was really a beautiful basketball play that they ran out there. But yeah, Io Matt, I mean, it was it was it's hard for me to find fault, but you know, you have to state the fact, you know, about what it was. Uh he did have uh what two turnovers, I think, or three, yeah. three turnovers. Um, but it was just and, yeah, and one really two of them were in yeah. critical moments. Yeah, two were in critical moments. Um, it was another two that he didn't make that DeMar DeRozan made that were passes to Io uh, mm-hmm. early on, but where they just kind of weren't on the same page, which is rare because you rarely see them, those two, not on the same page. Uh, DeMar tried to give him a nice behind-the-back one when he thought Io was cutting to the elbow. And right. both times, and both times, Matt, they were both passes to the elbow. Both mm-hmm. times. <laughs> they were both passes to the elbow and Io wasn't there or there was just guys miscommunicated on that. So, yeah, you're going to see flashes of him as a rookie sometimes. That's going to happen. But those aren't drastic in my head. They aren't. I'm just like, oh, you know, oh, you know, dang, he missed that one. Oh, that's a bad play. It wasn't like, what is he doing? You know, it wasn't like, oh, my God. Oh, God, the the luster's off. (laughs) Get him out of there. We need some new guys. He still had a great game to me, Matt. 42 minutes. He still had eight assists. Uh, scored 11 points he didn't have a great game shooting uh and i think that's why it was magnified uh mm-hmm. those turnovers that he did because he was one to five from three missed some of those wide open baseline threes that he's been doing a great job of hitting but yeah overall he's been he's been he's solid it was a solid game but he just made bad plays within it his rookie thing kind of showed and he'll get better and uh you know not just a couple of missed threes but the other io moment in that game that frustrated me a little bit was also late in the game when it looked like on a swing pass I can't remember if it was a swing pass or a kick out from Vooch but he had a wide open look on the left elbow from behind three point line and thought it looked like thought about it and then instead uh instead decided to put the ball on the floor and step uh step uh through the Bulls on that possession came up empty, and I thought, man, for as well as this kid is shooting the ball, especially in catch-and-shoot scenarios, like, mm-hmm. Io's catch-and-shoot numbers are outrageously effective 
And that right there was a moment where you thought this is going to be another huge shot from our rookie. You know, he, he did it the other night. Um, you know, as the Bulls were pulling away against Orlando, he made a big shot like yeah. that. You thought that was yeah. going to be one of those IO shots, and you're like, he had such a clean look. Why didn't he take it? So, right. you know, again, I, I think Billy Donovan referred to it after the game as growing pains. You're going to yeah. still get some of these moments from IO where he's a rookie. He's he's learning yeah. on the fly. He's learning to swim after having been thrown into the depths of the ocean. <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> and look, when, when it, going back to that, that last defensive breakdown, sure, um, sure. you're right in that we have been seeing IO fight over screens and through screens all season long. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that he has garnered the most praise for and deservedly. So yeah. yeah, I wonder if Zach Levine wanted that switch on that play and thought they were going to switch because taking over a Fred Van Vliet who was coming around the screen and Zach bodying a smaller Fred Van Vliet or even maybe just contesting a shot from him is something that mm. Zach thought would be easier than going all the mm. way to the other side of the floor mm. to keep tabs mm. on Gary Trent Jr. Because of Good that point. bad back and the fact that, that he had been, at that point played 41 minutes on that bad back. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that comes with communication and it also comes with uh, uh, being in the league for a while and recognizing stuff like that. Which is, you know, Ayo hasn't been in for a long time. It's his first year. You know what I mean? He's not going to recognize, you know what? Zach's got a back issue. Maybe he should take this right here and I should run over here. It'd be easier for him. That's stuff that'll come as he continues to play, as he continues to figure this out, man. And and I have no doubt he'll he'll figure those things out. Like he'll he'll understand that. Like it feels like Lonzo would have known that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. Lonzo would have been like, okay, I know this dude got a back issue. Something's going on. Let, he's got him this is a little easier for him and that's a great point you made because it's much easier to go with that than go against it you know what i'm saying to get back and run and jump and do all that no he can use his body on a smaller guard you know what right. i'm saying than he could more so against gary trent jr no that's that's a really good point i, I that's kind of how i read it like zach being like okay i'm exhausted i played 41 minutes my back's bothering me doing this to fred van vliet is a lot <laughs> easier than running all the way over there to try yeah. to contest yeah. and and close out on gary trent jr so you know, yeah, again, yeah. the 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 fault of how that communication and breakdown happened, it lies on all of them that were on the floor there. Um, but just that was one of a few plays in a you know a close game late where Io was not his usual superb self, mm -hmm. and so now Bulls fans are kind of like, well, wait, we got used to this rookie who never makes mistakes and is amazing in all of the clutch moments, mm -hmm. so it feels like a letdown when he has moments that every rookie is allowed to have dave yes oh i love how you said that that is so correct we, we've seen him be so good that we've removed the cushion that you usually provide for somebody coming in their first year that's a great way to put it and and not even just somebody in their first year that cushion usually isn't there for somebody who's like a top three or five draft pick right mm -hmm. that cushion is removed because of how where you've been drafted at Second rounders, 38 picks, all the cushions in the world. You cushion stack this high. You know what I'm saying? You're not worried about it. But his play removed that. Yeah, absolutely right, Matt. His play removed that kind of cushion. And so guys are looking at it like, wait a minute, how come you just don't be great like you've been doing? You mm -hmm. know, like yeah, because he's a rookie. So you right. Fans have to remember that. We have to remember that, you know what I'm saying, when we're looking at and we're evaluating him. Uh, and I'm glad he's around the right coach 
to understand that. Because like you just said, Billy Donovan just chalked it up to growing pains. Saying, right. man, he'll figure that out. Yeah, he'll figure that out. He'll be all right with that as we move forward. But yeah, that's an excellent, yeah, excellent point right it, there. You know, it's it's a tough way to see the Bulls lose a game like that. But uh, like you said, I, I am not concerned long-term about a couple of IO mistakes in a game yeah, that they yeah. end up losing. It, it'll happen. The, the more pressing matters are, can the Bulls get a freaking defensive rebound? Anyone other than Vooch. And please, yeah. Zach Levine, I hope your back is okay. Those are the two primary concerns for this Bulls team right now as they get ready to face the Pacers on Friday night. That's it for us for the week. But before we get out of here, congratulations oh. and a shout-out to Mario and Lupe Ortiz. You are the winners of the Lonzo Ball autograph giveaway. Oh, no! Uh, we uh so apparently uh Mario said that uh his wife Lupe was a big fan of, of Bulls Outsiders back in the day, Big Dave, and introduced oh, Mario you. to us and that show. And then ever since they have been you know following us along here on Locked On Bulls. So shout out to Mario and Lupe. Hope you enjoy yes. the uh the Lonzo Prize. I'll send oh. it to you this weekend. Should be in your you fingers within a matter oh. of days. You know, you know, he's an intelligent, smart man because of one reason and one reason only. He listens to his wife. He understood the greatness because his wife saw it and said she's right and followed us on, man. Brilliant job. But thank you, Lupe. Lupe, thank you very much clearly a very us. smart individual. And yes, I've, I've, I've heard clearly, that too, Dave. Brilliant. Happy wife, happy life. That's the word. That's the rule, brother. Tattoo or, it on you. Don't marry. Also, happy life, at least for me so far. <laughs> You gotta get a rhyme for that. A lot easier to have a happy <laughs> life when the bulls are your wife instead of an actual. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do have a work life spouse. He's right over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I cheat on him sometimes, but you know, I always come back. <laughs> open I relationship. Just, I just turned open relationship. We have an open relationship. We have an understanding. Uh, anyway, congrats to Mario and Lupe, and thank you to everybody who entered. Uh, there can only be one winner, but in our hearts, you're all winners. Um, and we appreciate you listening to this show. Um, have a great weekend, everybody. We will be back on Monday with a fresh dose of episodes, breaking down what happened with the Bulls over the weekend as we get closer and closer to that February 10th trade deadline. On the way. I'm Matt. See Red be good. Joe Keem. Shout out Cleveland. See? <laughs>